Sweats. I'm Barry D and my buddy here, Tom E.T., and this is our show. We're going to go 2021 NBA Finals, Milwaukee and Phoenix, where we're going to recap game five. We're going to preview game six in the land of Bratwurst, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Tom E.T., are you there? Barry D., you know, I love it how, you know, we set it up like everybody else, even though we always talk about we don't have to do the setups. Of course, it's the 2021 NBA Finals. I, I mean, you know, I mean, of course, all you got to do is say, look, everyone, we're going to recap game five the other night and we're going to preview the game tonight. It's all you got to say and then we're off and running. But but we can't help it because we're so trained. Yeah. We're so trained to set up everything for the audience, right? Set up everything because that's how it's done. Remember they stuck us in front of Madison Square Garden? Hey, everybody, it's Tommy T and Barry D. We're the sport jerks, and we're here to cover, and blah, blah, blah. We're going to go meet Patrick Ewing, and we're going to go meet Carl Malone. Remember they made us do that, and you were like, that's stupid. Well, so what did I, what did it's just the way them. we're programmed. Well, I said this. I said this. I said, wait a minute. Time out. Especially when it's video. When it's video, I said, this isn't tell me. It's show me. Yeah. And what did I tell him? What I tell him to do? You said, look, just turn the camera on. Yeah. <laughs> the camera, the camera on. on. We'll, get, we'll, take it, we'll take it from there. But, but the balls, I mean, we never, we never even did a show before. Yeah, we didn't care. They were livid. Those guys were living with me. Who the hell is he? Turn the camera on. That's stupid. But listen, okay, so the game, the game the other night, so Drew Holiday showed up. I mean, uh, that's the understatement of the finals is Drew Holiday showed up. I'm just watching. I've watched the game like three or four times because I got NBA TV on behind me, you know, so I'm just watching the game. Okay. Right? Research. You're doing and, research. Um, you know, like, you know, there's things you get, you know, every time you watch it, there's things you get. But um, there was one play late in the third quarter when, um, you know, Milwaukee's up by five. You know, they already they already came back from the big deficit in the first quarter. They turned it around. They won the second quarter. They were leading at halftime 64 to uh, 64 to 59 at halftime, right? And then they're leading by five late in the third quarter. And there was one sequence when Devin Booker was dribbling a ball, you know, like he just got the ball, brings it up court, and he's dribbling the ball, and he's got um he's got Drew Holiday on his hip. And, you know, and he's there. It's like five seconds into the into the shot clock. He's setting up the play, you know, and he's trying to, you know, he he's got Holiday on his hip. Holiday reaches in, pokes the ball away, steals it, goes the other end, and instead of taking it all the way to the basket and possibly drawing a foul on Devin Booker, he pulls it out and hits a three pointer. And and you know, like like that play sort of was indicative of the whole night for Milwaukee and for Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday played great defense. He always does, mm -hmm. right? He gets a steal. He goes on a breakaway one-on-one -on -one with Booker, and somehow he makes the wrong play and, make, and turns it into the right play. Like, he should have taken it all the way to the bucket, going up strong, either made the shot and got a foul. He should have done that, but he doesn't. He turns around. He goes back to the three-point line. He shoots a three-pointer by himself, and he drains it. That's the kind of night he had. He made everything he threw up. He made he made all the plays, 
and right down to the last minute, last 20 seconds of the game, when he reaches in and rips it out of Devin Booker's hands, and then he comes down, and, it's, and again, he makes the wrong play. Instead of pulling it out and running time off the clock because they're going to get fouled to make two free throws or at least attempt two free throws, no, he throws an alley-oop to Giannis. And, and Gian, I mean, he made the wrong play a few times, and it turned out perfect. It was just Drew Holiday's night. Yeah, he made he made the wrong play. It's weird. In in a, in in a it was very important the plays he made those two plays. But then after he did make the wrong call to what he was doing to finish the play. But the, so let me ask you this. I mean, right now in this series, the two most important plays are that pick the pocket at the end of the game, game five that Holiday picked uh, Booker's pocket. Yeah, and Giannis's block. Well, yeah, they they it comes down to those two plays because. Milwaukee won the last two games in the last few seconds or the last minute, right? Yeah. Although, although there's such huge swings in the game, Phoenix is up by 16 at home. You're thinking, okay, another blowout. And then Milwaukee, go, they come back and they go up by 14 or something in the fourth quarter. So there was a 30-point swing in that game. So a lot happened. But, yeah, those two plays seem like the play of the finals. And the other thing is when, when I say Drew Holiday made the wrong play, you know, like that's just being like fundamentally, I'm talking about fundamentals, yeah. you know, and in theory, but these guys, these guys are great players and they play instinctively. So Drew Holiday knew that he had the hot hand and you got to follow your instincts. Like it's a free flowing game. So Holiday just flew. He just flowed with the game. He just, you know, he, he was in the game. He was playing well. He was confident. He was taking shots and making plays that, you know, guys like us, old school guys are going, whoa, 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 that's not the right play. But, you know, it's it's not really, that's not the way basketball's played. You know how it is. Well, you, you no, and that's why, and that's why I get, it. yeah, and that's why I get upset. I always, because you always hear the announcers talk about high IQ, high IQ. On those two plays, he didn't have a high IQ. No. But he still made the, it still doesn't matter. Right. Like, I'm he, so sick of he hearing that. He made the that. right play, yeah, yeah. And I mean, and you know, the other thing is, I love it when they say high IQ because, you know, first of all, they usually say a high IQ player is a slow white guy. They always say that about the slow <laughs> white guy, right? You know, and, and, and which is to infer that the super talented athletic guy like Kobe or Vince Carter or McGrady don't have a high IQ. Yeah. They all got high IQ. <laughs> you know, like, like all those players got incredibly high IQs on the court and off the court. Like I'm so tired of this thing about they, they use that these stupid phrases, high IQ, shut up. They all got. They all know the play. Yeah, ja- JaVale McGee's got a high IQ. Get out of here. And, and he's and yeah, and he's and he's smoking a lot of blunts. Well, they well they, he was the star. He was the star of Shaq and a Fool. You know the show Shaq and yeah. a Fool. Yeah, he was the yeah, star. Just, poor, ja- JaVale McGee was the star like the first couple seasons, and finally Golden State and Steve Kerr said enough, enough Shaq, enough with ja- JaVale. You know, like because every single every single episode was JaVale McGee was featured. I love JaVale. JaVale was yeah. great for the Lakers. I oh, love yeah. JaVale McGee. I wish, I wish we could get him back. I mean, he was a, he was an excellent player and a good guy. I love JaVale McGee, man. So let me ask you this, because it's interesting, like we're in, we're in five games deep <clears throat> going into game six. And the most interesting thing in the beginning, we were talking Chris Paul, Chris Paul, and now it's weird. It's like switch to the other guard. And I said this the other day to you that, at the end of the day, you can't get around it. Like there will always be big men and there always will be dominant big men, big men in the game. And it, and it sways a game. But I also think like the, you know, it's like the quarterback in the NFL, you always need this playmaker 
point guard guy. And the weird thing is, is at this point, you know, I mean, Holiday's got the best of them because it's three to two. You know, I'm not going to look at stats or whatever, but it's weird that I'm thinking it's the series, the rest of the way is going to go whoever is a better player on the court between the point guards. It's going to come down to that. Well, in my in my mind, I'm thinking right now. Well, yeah, if, if um, Giannis and Devin Booker are going to basically just basically uh, cancel each other out, Devin Booker had 42, Giannis had 30 and, you know, another – double-digit rebound and six assists or whatever, if they're both going to play to their full potential, right? Yeah, then it's – and who's up next? You know, they're saying now that Milwaukee's big three, when uh, Middleton and Holiday and Giannis all play well, they're saying Milwaukee's unbeatable. I don't I don't really think they have a big three. I think they got a big one and then a big – um, you know, the two big twos. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, Middleton, you know, whatever. But – and then, you know, they're saying that last game, if you look at the points – Booker had 40, okay, uh, and then Aiton had 20, and Chris Paul oh. had 21. So mm-hmm. they got 81 points out of their three guys. Milwaukee yeah. got 88 out of theirs. Yeah. 88 out of their guys. So, I mean, that's – I mean, you know, now, now Milwaukee – now the other thing is Phoenix, you know, they had Mikhail Bridges make four out of five three-pointers or five out of five three-pointers, five something like that. Five out of six. What was it? Okay. No, yeah. and oh, then, three, um, no, wait. Bridges made three out of three. He was five out of six from the field. Okay, yeah, and so and then um and then uh, the other guy, the Crowder made three three pointers. Cam Johnson made a three pointer. So their their role players played well. They shot well. They shot the ball like ridiculous, and they lost. Do you think Crowder's the- playing well enough? Well, I think I mean, well, let me, let's put it this way: if you put him up against the similar player on Milwaukee, he's killing PJ Tucker. Yeah. I mean, he's killing him. P.J. Tucker's doing nothing. He made a three-pointer. He's got that weird three-point shot where he shoots it like he's got a way over here. Yeah. He's, got, he's, got, he's got a mechanical He's got a mechanical look at three-point shot. He made one from the corner. Remember I told you before last game, if P.J. Tucker can make two or three threes from the corner, then that's all you want from him. You know, that's all you're going to get from him. He made one. He made you one, know? Yeah. But he's done. He hasn't done anything. I, I, I mean, Connaughton's outplayed P.J. Tucker by a mile. Yeah, Connickin was Connickin was four from six field goals. He was four for six from the three. He just shot threes, and he has six rebounds. Oh, he's a he great has rebounding six guard. Rebounds. But, you know my favorite thing about Connickin, though my my best thing about him is that I when I look at his name, I know that Barry D can't say this guy's name. Like no, I, I know you that. can't get. So I call him the Irish guy. I call him the Irish guy from the Jesuit. I, I, I have a long, my long name for him is the Irish guy from the Jesuit school with a gold dome. That, 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 that's, that, I'd rather say that. But the thing is, I, because I know you so long, I've known you forever. I can look at a guy's name and go, Barry, no, you're going to get that. And he's and, Irish. And even now, even now, you know why? Because when, when you look at that guy's name, you can't say Connaughton because the U-G-H in his name throws you off. Yeah. Right? You see that U-G-H and you think you got to say those letters. So you're saying Connaughton. You're, 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 you always got always to say it wrong. But so, I should know I that G would, would be silent because in Italian names, the G's silent a lot. Yeah. But Almost all the time. You can't say those names. Listen, Barry D, when we were in the 90s, when we were in L.A., Brett Favre was winning three MVPs out of four years, and you yeah. couldn't say that guy's name. Nah. If somebody put a gun to your – listen, if somebody put a gun to your head and yeah. says, look, I'm going to give you two tries to say Brett Favre's uh, name right, if you don't, I'm going to blow your brains out, you'd be gone. 
Yeah, my, because my, you yeah. couldn't say you couldn't say fire. No. You couldn't say the V. You only called him fire. Brett fire. Yeah. Remember Brett fire. I said Barry, it's not fire. It's Brett fire. <laughs> I, I can't say the V. I can't say the V. <laughs> so I got. Okay, so wait a minute. I gotta ask you. I got Okay. So I'm really no, but all that's true. It is all true. It's all true. It's but um, remember, remember back in the day, with. like okay, young kids out there, young kids out there, you don't know about newspapers. Young kids don't know newspapers. Yeah. They they yeah. only know their phone. And back in even yeah. the '90s, you know, not forever ago, even 2000s, you know, there was newspapers, and we yeah. we would get before a smartphone, even though a cell phone was out there in the '90s, it was just the brick phone. But we would still have to read the paper. And me and you yeah. used to go to Starbucks, and we would read the paper, and you know, mostly yeah. concentrate on the sports section. And I remember you used to say, "What you used to say about me when I would read the paper?" Remember? No, I don't remember. You, I used saying. to read the paper and used to say I was wrestling with it. You'd be like, you're wrestling with that paper because I would make a lot of noise and I couldn't turn the pages right. Oh, what, be, yeah, 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 yeah. You're, you're, you're wrestling with that thing. Can't you just turn the paper, the page, and get to the next thing? Because I was interrupting your reading. You were reading, you had your... No, your, because, your, because when I, I was weird with the newspaper. What I would do with the newspaper is I would get it and I would fold it in half. Right, and I'd yeah. be able to read the half, right? Yeah. And then I put the other half up. And then when I got to the box scores, because I studied all those box scores, right? When you yep. get to the box score page, I would open it, I'd fold it in half, and then I'd fold it in a quarter. So I'd have it in a little quarter sized thing and I'd read it. So my paper was always neat. I didn't like it. Used to the paper's like Yeah, it would make a noise. And, like and, and then when you and then when you turn the page, you'd like bend it all. It, yeah. it, well, you know what's funny though about the way you did it? It was like like those people that make those aragamis, those Japanese um art things out of paper. That's what you would do to read the damn paper. You would be making these art yeah. pieces out of the yeah. paper. But that was your system. My system was wrestling with it. Your system you was making paper. aragami, but like paper structures yeah, yeah. out of it. Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah. let's. I want to say a, one, a couple more things about Game Five that were interesting, and then we'll move to Game Six. Um, the other thing, the other problem I think that's still occurring, even though Aiton had 20 points and 12 and, rebounds or 11 12 rebounds, rebounds well. the still, the still, the thing is like, no matter how much I, I think Giannis should never be the focus of the offense and have the ball at the three point line and drive and all that. He should be in the paint. It's still, he's not dependent on anyone. Aiton still, even though he had a good game, he's so dependent on Paul that that's a problem still, I think. I still think it's a problem because well, Paul has had some bad games and then Aiton doesn't do nothing. They lose. So the next game, this is, again, the next game is going to be really important. Paul's going to have to outplay Holiday and Aiton's going to have to pop up more because, like you said, Booker's going to get his. You know, Crowder will do whatever he does. Bridges will do whatever he does. And that's going to have to happen. I mean, Well, one of the things, one of the problems with Aiton is because he's seven feet tall, and because he was the number one pick in the draft, you know, we, you know, we, um, you remember that phrase I used to use all the time when you analyze something, when you analyze something too much, I used to call it paralysis by analysis mm -hmm. because we over, we, we analyze Aiton so much at the end of the day, my father did this with, uh, with Giannis. He told me this with Giannis like two series ago, because I was telling him, well, Giannis doesn't have great handles and Giannis doesn't have a go-to offensive move and Giannis isn't a good shooter. And my father said, he's getting 35 every game. Who cares? Like, who cares how he gets there? And my father's right. You know, he's right. He gets 35, he gets 15 rebounds, he gets six assists. Who cares? And I think it's the same thing with Aiton. You got a seven-footer 
He's getting 20 points, 11, 12 rebounds a game. He's double, like, what do you double. want? From, I mean, he's doing what he's he's doing what he's gonna do. Like he's doing fine. I mean, of course we can we can overanalyze Aiton in in terms of his um relationship with Chris Paul on the court, what Paul does with him. But at the end of the day, Aiton's done his job. He's played well. Chris Paul hasn't. The other thing about Chris Paul is I've been watching um you know some of the experts. You know, and they're talking about how Chris Paul's getting exploited. Oh, I listened to Skip and Shannon yesterday. Mm-hmm. I only listen to Shannon. When Skip starts talking, I turn it off. But I listen to <laughs> Shannon, right? When Shannon, <laughs> Shannon goes first. So Shannon analyzes the game. And he was talking about how whoever Chris Paul's guarding, whether it's Middleton or Drew Holiday, they're going at him. Mm-hmm. Like Chris Paul, right? And then, then Shannon was telling, um, was it Monty Williams? He was telling Coach Monty Williams. He said, listen, either do get a zone going. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to get beat with Chris Paul, and now, and that's the other thing is, I, I've been saying this all along. Chris Paul's a six foot point guard with marginal athleticism who's 36 years old. He's being exploited. He's be, like his weaknesses are being magnified. Yeah. You know, he's not. He's just not the guy. And so they're going at him. They're they're attacking Chris Paul. I don't know if Budenholzer finally did a good coaching move, mm. or you know, I mean, because you know he looks like a doofus half the time. You know, he's one of those, I told you the other day, he's one of those, he's one of those little white guys who you think, what the hell is he doing coaching basketball? Does he even look like he ever played? He looks like he never even dribbled the ball in Fred Allison. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Did he play high school ball? Is he, was he the water boy? Like, it looks, even it, it looks like he was never even, job. it looks like he was never even a, in a Fran Allison free throw shooting contest. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, like the other, like, and the, I mean, like the Van Gundy's and this guy Booker and this guy, Mike Malone, you know, the guy, Mike Malone, the coach of Denver, yeah. where do they get these guys from? They're all like five, nine they and they're all, they're coaches of the NBA teams. Like, come on as every, so anyway, but maybe Budenholzer, maybe Budenholzer said, listen, we're attacking Chris yeah. Paul. Well, if he did, Chris, that's a smart I, to, move. You know, I, I think I think that, that, that the game, again, is go at Chris Paul, see if Chris Paul can come up with 25 and 12, see if he can come up with another big game. You know, he might be able to because, you know, he is Chris Paul. He came up with a big game against the Clippers in game six. Yeah. When he scored 40 in the second, you know, in the second half, he ended up with 40. But, um, but I don't I, – I just think that if Milwaukee plays the, a smart game, and they go at Chris Paul, even if they don't shoot as well, because there's no way Milwaukee's shooting as well as they did last game. They're not even a good shooting team. Yeah, it's weird, but I think you're right. The age thing is 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 definitely coming around with Paul. You know, he's it was a short season going into this season. <clears throat> you know, here they are the finals. Yeah, they had some tough yeah. they had some tough series. Regardless if they won some of the series easy, it was in the West. It, it still was hard because you're playing the same guys over and over, the best in the league and the best in the world. And, and you know, as far as age goes, like NBA-wise age, he's he's equal to our age. It's like the dog age, you know, like one one oh, human year is seven years dog. I mean, we're, you know, he's like almost our age well, at this no, point. He's, yeah, he's struggling. The other thing is, he, you know, he's, he, can, he can't elevate off the floor. He's struggling. You know, I mean, he's, he's still a good player. He's a very good player, but – you know, he's out of the, out of the six guys, the six top guys on both teams. He's the weak link. Even when Drew Holiday shot four for twenty in Game Four, when Milwaukee came back and stole that game, where they they, they won Game Four in Milwaukee, Drew Holiday still had an effect on the game. He's mm-hmm. still defensively, he's at the top yeah, of his game. He's amazing. You know defensive. what I mean? Yeah. 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 So 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 this that so you know the weird thing was in that Game Five. Then I want to get into just what 
what changes maybe what what adjustments for game six you think are the most important for each team but right now i want to say remember you kept saying defense 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 it's interesting but in game five the suns got 119 they almost got that 118 they got one more point and they lost though it's incredible that they lost that game i was i mean i i had milwaukee in the under in that game and i wasn't even close i think it went over by the 10 minutes to go in the game it wasn't even close yeah and i had had yeah I had sons the in the Milwaukee over. didn't even cover. I lost by half a point. Oh, it was four and a half. I think it was four and a half. No, right? it was four. It was four. Oh, okay. Oh, so yeah, because you wouldn't do the half. half a point thing. You would have bought the half a point. Yeah, I would have bought and the I, half a point. Yeah, so and I, I took. And I was. Yeah, and you took the over the under, and I took the bucks. Did I take the bucks on the money line, or did I take the yeah. Suns on the money line? You took the bucks. You took the bucks on the money line, and the you over. Want to give the four points, and, and the over. The over. So yeah. you hit it. Your parlay hit it. Yeah. Good. So yeah. the thing. So that was interesting. But then again, like, yeah, because see, well, they lost. <laughs> they they gave up. They gave up one nineteen. The bucks, but the bucks shot fifty seven point five from the field, fifty percent. From three they're not, point, they're not going to do that ever again, ever again in their lives. But the funniest <laughs> thing is, the Suns ended up shooting fifty five point two, but and then from the three, they were sixty eight point four, and they still lost. They lost. It's amazing. It's incredible. It's we, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it, you it, look it, at the numbers. It doesn't it doesn't explain itself. No, it doesn't make any sense. And 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 they and the Bucks had that gigantic second quarter too. Yeah. You know, I don't think the Suns are good on defense. I think the Suns are not a good defensive team. And it gets back to what you said about if, well, if, well, if AD uh, if AD if AD didn't get hurt and if Kawhi Leonard didn't get hurt, these guys weren't making it. There's no, no they're way. They're not going to be here. They're not going to be they're, here. They're, they're not, not good they're defensively. Not no, you know, I mean, well, they are. Devil Booker's okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, Mikael Bridges is okay. Aiton's okay. Hey, Crowder's Chris Paul's okay. not. Chris Paul's not okay. No, and, 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 you six know, feet I, tall. I don't. I know they got some guys like even Crowder could play. Ask you something. I don't know. It just you, seems buddy. like the Bucks are buddy, crushing me, them. You know. It's let like, me ask right. you something though. Listen now, because of our age, now you were always like five eleven, right? Like I, mm-hmm. I used to be five nine. I'm down to like five eight, right? I'm down. To, I'm yeah, short. You're I'm, I'm, I'm it's down to five eight. You think Chris Paul shrunk? You think he's down to like oh, yeah. five eleven? Oh yeah. He might be down to five eleven. <laughs> well, I think I think he shrunk. I think he Chris shrunk. I think he shrunk to the size of his alter ego in the State Farm commercials that Alonso. Oh, Alfonso. Yeah. That Alfonso, Alfonso guy. He's maybe five five. You know, standing yeah. on his tiptoes. So I think Paul has been morphed, morphed into Alfonso, <clears throat> and he's like even, and he can't jump over a piece of paper. I mean, he's. I tell you right now, this this is a big game tonight for Chris Paul. This is his his career. His life is tonight. It's tonight, and and well, I wish listen, him the best. The, but the guys like the guys like Mark Jackson and Jalen Rose and everyone, you know, all the NBA guys that are on TV, they all say that his legacy is secure. Hmm. I I've always been highly critical of Chris Paul. I've always felt like he's lost all the big playoff series that you know he should have won or or he could have won. But it ain't over yet. No. This is still isn't over yet. I mean, Milwaukee's won two close games, you know, thanks to a couple of amazing defensive plays. True. Phoenix Phoenix is not playing poorly. Phoenix is right there. You know, we think Milwaukee's better. We think Milwaukee's going home. They're a much better home team. But this game, this series isn't over yet. If, if Phoenix somehow pulls it out tonight – 
Game six. Who yeah. knows? They can go back to game seven and blow Milwaukee out. You don't know. Like we that, don't know what's gonna happen. That's true. They do have the home court on seven. I think yeah. the one I think what you said, you mentioned something about um the defense for the Suns. <laughs> I think the Suns <laughs> should play a zone. I don't I, I don't, don't think, I don't think they do. I don't they think should. that's their strength. With Chris Paul, when Chris Paul's on the court, they should do Listen, that. You're right. I don't I don't think they can. <sighs> I don't they haven't practiced it and you know. I thought Listen, I saw it in game five. Did I not see it in game five a little well, bit? Well, they're, they're probably playing some version of the of a zone, especially on an inbounds inbounds play under the basket. But, buddy, uh, you, do you see what Monty Williams said after the game? He said, all we got to worry about is getting Milwaukee on that plane after game six. Yeah, we have right. to put Milwaukee back on the plane, right? Meaning the plane back to Phoenix. I mean, you know, that's what he's saying. That's all he yeah. wants. After game six, he wants Milwaukee back on that plane. So, so that's that's what um, Phoenix should be doing. The Phoenix should show up with get on the plane shirts. They're warm up. They're, they're warm up undershirts. Oh, that's they good. Have, they should have. They should have. They should have new uh, warm up undershirts underneath their sweats. Yeah. Underneath their they should say get on the plane. <laughs> oh, that would be good. I think. I, I think. What if? Would it help? Would it help if um if Jim Beheim got involved on the on the zone defense? If well, Jim Beheim, Jim Beheim worked on the Dream Team. Uh, yeah. He worked with Coach K, not the Dream Team, but he's worked with the last couple of Olympic teams because Coach yeah. K's the the U.S. national team coach, and he had Beheim there to teach them the zone. Yeah, because Beheim could teach the zone, you know. So but, I mean, uh, I wonder no. if the Suns like if they had Beheim, no. you know, and then they do that. But I think you they got. I think they have to do something about Paul on the defensive end because they, they are exploiting. So I tell you, it's going to be a tough, you want to give predictions and then we'll uh, move on here because I mean, what yeah, else can I, we say? It's like, you know, if you don't know what we've been talking about the last two weeks about this NBA finals, you don't know anything. So just forget it. Okay. Like, and, if, and you guys that are betting, you guys that are betting and are just like throwing darts up against the wall and taking all your money down to, you know, like down to the Circa Casino and blowing it, like, you know, or, 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 or even, you know, down on the strip, you know, you got to like really think things through sometimes. So now we're going to give you the George Costanza betting corporation, our picks for game six yep. okay. of, of the NBA final. Okay, here's my okay let me tell you the line. Let me tell you the line. Okay. So it's um four Phoenix is plus four and the over under is two twenty. That's high. That's high. So, so it's gonna go under. It's gonna go oh. under for sure. All right. right. I was way off last game. All it's right. gonna go under. Milwaukee's gonna win. Milwaukee's gonna win by five. It's gonna be another close game. Milwaukee's gonna cover, barely covered, and it's gonna go mm. under. But here's my prop bet of the game. Oh, I got you got a couple it. Oh. prop bets. Okay. My prop bet is my prop bet is that two Phoenix Suns are going to get kicked out of the game. What? Booker's going to get thrown out, and one other guy, Jay Crowder, is going to get thrown out because what's going to happen is this game is going to be a fight to the end, and Devin Booker's been showing signs of frustration with the officials. He's constantly on the officials, and as soon as Devin Booker realizes that they can't win. Right. As soon as it, as soon as I like get 14 seconds to go and they're down by eight or something like that happens, he's going to go off on the referees and say, you, he's going to, I'm telling you, they're going to throw out two Phoenix Suns tonight. That's my prop bet. <laughs> I got, I got Milwaukee. I got Milwaukee barely covering in the under and Devin Booker and another Phoenix Suns going to get kicked out of the game for frustration fouls for frustration. I think that's what's going to happen. Where can you find that prop bet? Can you find that at Caesars, the William Hill sports book? <laughs> 
Does he have? I, the, you want, we can go online and see who. I bet get you they have that somewhere. <laughs> so wait a minute. Down. So it's got to be a. It's got to be a plus a thousand or a plus five thousand. Yeah, yeah. Right. You, yeah. yeah. It's got to be a crazy thing. But do yeah. you want? Okay. So you want the under two twenty? Do you want Milwaukee money line or do you want to lay the four? I'm going to lay the four. I'm going oh, to lay okay. the four. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to win a close game. Giannis, Giannis will make more free throws at home because the, the his fans don't count. They, they don't give him that rapid fire count. I told you Phoenix <laughs> is going one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That's not the way a referee counts. A referee counts with his hand. He was one, yeah. two, three, four, five. The, the, the fans are doing the rapid count. So Giannis has been shooting on 11. Yeah. He knows that they're counting fat. He's shooting yeah. at 11. He figured it out. They actually He's gave the them – I think they gave them better – it gave him better rhythm. It was weird. Like, they, they gave him better rhythm. Yeah, like fast count. He's, a, he's a terrible free throw shooter, oh, yeah. but he's terrible on the line. If I, was, if I was Phoenix in the fourth quarter, I'm following him every time down the court. He's a terrible free throw shooter. He ain't going to make anything when you need it. Yeah, yeah well, you know – He's got that – He you know, why, you know why he's bad? He's got that – um. That that overcomplicated or exaggerated yeah. pre-shot routine. Yeah, you don't do that. A free throw shooter, a free throw shooter gets the ball, gets his feet set. What's this? He's doing all this. The He's best like, of the best. Think about it. Rick Barry. Rick Barry would get the ball. What did he do? He dribbled it like two times and shot it underhand. I mean, two right? Times. Like two or three Kobe, times. Right? Michael Jordan, a couple dribbles. Steve Nash. Steve Nash. Steve Nash. Steve Nash. Steve Nash. How many? Couple, couple dribbles. Yeah. Steve Nash. Couple dribbles. Couple dribbles and drains it. I mean, What's Giannis doing? He's doing this. Giannis is doing this. Do the breathe. Do the breathing. Yeah. What are you doing? Stop making a big deal out of the free throw. Just and also, do you, you're missing and, it anyway. And do you see how he, he he waves off the ref before he gives him the ball? Yeah. He's got to do that too. What's he do? Two fake shots. Like without the ball, like what is that? And too? even even Barry, even the fake shots that ain't going in. He's not. He doesn't even like the fake shots. Lousy. Like don't do that. Yeah, because the fake shots even a brick. Gilbert Arenas. <laughs> Gilbert Arenas used to do this. Remember Gilbert Arenas used yeah. to do this. Go behind his back, shoot it. Giannis. Giannis got that that, that goofy bullshit free throw routine that doesn't work. If you're a bad free throw shooter, don't make a bigger deal out of it. Get the ball and shoot it. Yeah, less is better, right? Less is better. He's making a, making a big deal out of it, and he's making nothing. Yeah, that guy, you know, well, if, they, if they get them back on the plane, if the Suns get them back on the plane and they go to game seven, I'm going to tell you what they're going to do. The Suns are going to hack him. They're going to bring yeah. everybody off the bench. Foul him. They're going to use fouls and fouls and fouls, and they're going to hack him. They're going to make them beat them at the foul line. So what I'm going to do, though, I'm going to surprise you. you got Milwaukee minus four in the under. I'm actually going to – Cause I just, I just, I got to pull for the guy. I'm going to go with the Phoenix Suns plus the four because okay. I'm going to take the, cause I think they're going to win. I'm just going to take the four anyway. And I'm going right. to take the over because I, 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 I can't take the under. Like, I don't know how people take unders. It's so, it's so gut wrenching to take an under, especially in the NBA basketball, especially well, in the it. NBA. Cause the, the game swings so quickly no, and there's so no many points. Unders. No, Jersey, especially no one, NBA. No one ever takes unders. Yeah, they're crazy. The, the, the reason you're going to no get an ulcer watching it. The reason nobody takes the under is because you can lose the game with eight minutes to go. Yeah, at least the over. At least the over. At least the over. If you're not even close to going over, if you're twenty points under, right? If you're yeah. if you're going to come in at two hundred, somehow it could go overtime, and then you can go over in the overtime. 
You know what yeah. I mean? Like you can win in overtime. Yeah, like, exactly. That's why nobody takes the under. No, because it's crazy. Because like, you the watch, under. especially the NBA, especially the NBA, because the the swings of the points, it's crazy. It swings really quickly, and you end up you end up being on those. I I watch Van Pelt like his bad beats with Stanford Steve. It's hilarious. It's like and it's always people like sometimes it's like you know you need it to go over and it doesn't go over, but a lot of times it's like how the heck. Like, like, you know, it's, it's like, it's, it's gut wrenching to watch the under it's just yeah, gut wrenching. Yeah. So you're going to yeah. take it. You've been taking it. Consistently. I'm going under. Yeah. I'm going under. Yeah. Right, because so, these teams stink. So yeah, I they, still say, <laughs> I still say these teams stink. No, they good. do. They do. Uh, at the end of the watching, day, it is hilarious. At the end of the day, like you said, we're watching Milwaukee. We're watching the quarterfinals. We're watching we're the, the finals this year, are the quarterfinals. These two teams, nah. Phoenix, yeah. Phoenix ain't beating the Lakers. Phoenix ain't beating Denver. Phoenix ain't beating the Clippers. Over. If those guys got their full roster, I'd rather watch. No I'd rather watch Phoenix and 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 LeBron's son, Bronny's team, in the finals. Right. I, I, I'd yeah. rather watch Bronny play. All right, so that's it. So look, so tonight's game, Game Six, is going to be a great game. So you people out there that like to do the betting and you like to lay the rent down. You got Tommy T with Milwaukee minus four in the under 220. And you got Barry D with Phoenix plus four in the over. George Costanza would go opposite on each one of those. I think that equates nothing. I mean, it's nothing, weird. We're, yeah. both, we're both like like way off. We're yeah, we're all opposite. over the place. We're opposites yeah. today, like George yeah. Costanza. You got Milwaukee yeah. in the under, and I got Phoenix in the over. So all you people out there, go get your rent money because the rent's coming up in August, the mortgage and all those other payments and get down to the sports book and lay it down. <laughs> and we'll be, we'll be rooting. We'll be rooting for you. All right. So that's it. Uh, old men in sweats, Barry D Tommy T. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Go check us out on all the major podcast platforms and remember all you betters out there and remember this all the time because you know, you're going to take our advice. Or you're not going to take our advice, but there's one thing about us. We won't try harder next time. So what, so what, Tommy? So don't, don't even ask. ask. All right, everybody have a all good right, night. Have a good night watching right. the game and good luck good job, to all. Buddy. Good luck all to right, all. Take Adios. Care, Adios. See you, man. Here we go. Can you hear me? I got a, uh, I got a new recording right now. I wanted to make sure. Wait. Three, two, one. Can you hear me? Yeah, everybody. Dazzling. And you guys are styling, smiling, profiling. Oh, yeah.